You're listening to the Live Well Radio Podcast Show. A wealth of information for a life of inspiration. And here's your host, Brett Coleman. Hey, everyone. Today is Soulful Sunday, and my guest today has a quote. And let me start off by reading her quote to you, then I'll introduce you to her. Her quote says this, The results I have witnessed have been simply incredible, and I feel so blessed to share the gift of life. Dr. Sarah Sisso holds a title as world-famous plant-based healer. She's a raw food master coach, author, public speaker, and her PhD is in holistic medicine, which she says taught her all forms of disease can be healed in the same way. She's also the founder of the Three Weeks Back to Health program and former raw vegan chef. Dr. Sarah, what a miraculous story you are. How are you? I'm doing amazing. Thank you. Yeah, so I wanted to first of all say thank you for opening your doors to us and allowing us to be here to share some inspiration with our listeners today. I don't know where to start with you because there is so much I want to cover. Why don't we just go back, start kind of where it began back in 1997. Take us back to 97. Okay. It was October of 97. I went to visit my sister in New York, took her out for lunch at the Rockefeller Center. We both had the same thing. We both had salad. And after lunch, she complained about stomachache. She kept on saying, I have so much pain. And she thought it was from the food. I said, well, if it was from the food, how come I don't have the pain? So we stopped at the pharmacy. She got uh, all kinds of stuff for anti-indigestion and painkillers and nothing, nothing worked. By the evening, she was absolutely in excruciating pain. And I said, I'm taking you to the emergency room. She refused. She didn't want to go. I forced her into it took her there. They found out that she has stage four liver cancer and they gave her two months to live. So I um, stayed with her in the hospital while they were doing chemo radiation, literally poisoning her body with chemo radiation and surgery. They actually did the surgery with no anesthesia because they said that her body was too weak to take anesthesia. So they just give her a twilight and she felt the entire surgery. We were sitting outside the waiting room and we can hear my sister screaming, stop, stop, stop. And they won't stop. So her son and I went to the door, the operating door and started banging on that door. And the doctor opened the door and we said, what are you doing? We saw my sister completely tied down with belts all the way top to bottom and 10 student doctors around her bed. They didn't care. They knew she's dying. They want to study on her. And I said, we said to the doctor, what are you doing? This is so barbaric. She's not even sleeping. You know, how can you do an operation on somebody that's fully awake? Stop that. This is Nazism, you know? And he said to us, if you guys will not be quiet, I'll send the security guys to throw you out. Those are his words. Those are exact words. Yes. So I, we had to just stay there and be quiet. Otherwise, they'll throw us out. And, we, you know, my sister came out of that operating room and she was completely orange color, top to bottom. It was literally scary to look at her. It was so, oh. Unbelievable. I couldn't believe it. They took her up to the room and then I said to myself, what am I doing here? I've been with her in the hospital for one month, watching them tormenting her. 
enough is enough. I need to look for alternative way to save my sister's life. And that's when I did my research and came across the Hippocrates Health Institute. So I went there and asked Dr. Brian Clement, can you please take my sister in? I really want to save her life. And he said, it is too late for her. Now, wait a minute. You knew that something was telling you she had to go there. And they're saying, at this point, she's beyond help. I can't imagine what that was like. It was devastating. But I said to Brian Clement, I said, you know what? I do not take no for an answer. I'll do the program and I'll go to New York and save my sister's life. And that's exactly what happened. So I enrolled, did the program for three weeks, graduated on a Friday night, had everything ready to fly to New York, my ticket, everything, the wheat grass, the machine, everything I needed to save my sister's life. And at midnight on Friday, I got a phone call from the hospital telling me to say goodbye to my sister. At that point, she couldn't speak no more and tears were just rolling down her eyes. And she always, before that, she always says to me, Sarah, how can I ever thank you for looking after me in the hospital? And I said, just wait for me. Allow me to finish this program so I can come here and take care of you. And she said, I promise I wait. And she did. The moment I graduated, that's the moment she let go. So she gave me a gift of life. Right. You know, when many people at that point would have given up hope, you became hopeful. When people would become pessimistic, you became optimistic. How did you change your mindset to get to that level? I just couldn't take any more watching her suffering, you know, and I knew I'm useless being there taking care of her without trying to find alternative way to save her life. I felt useless. You know, so I had to go and search for something else. And anyway, uh, soon after her, I went and did my blood work and all the tests that I needed to do. And they found that I have cervical cancer, stage two. How long after that was it? Very, very soon after. Within like a few months, I went and did a checkup because I was worried. I said, well, everybody's saying it's in the family, cancer is in the family. And now I know better that it's not. <laughs> okay. Because you led me right to my next question. They say that stress is an immune suppressor. Absolutely. Do you feel because you cannot go through a situation like that and watch your sister be tormented in the agony and pain she went through and not have it take some type of an effect on your body. Did that stress, do you think, attribute to your cancer? Definitely, definitely, absolutely. So, you know, I decided to go and do all the tests. And uh, of course, they start putting lots of fear in me and saying, you know, it's very aggressive, your cancer. You must do surgery and chemo and radiation. And I said, absolutely not. After we just saw your sister go through. Exactly. There's I no way... And hell, you're going to go through that again. Absolutely not. I'd rather die doing nothing than do what my sister did because it was horrible to watch what she went through. So I uh, smiled and the doctor was shocked that I was smiling. She said, what are you smiling? I mean, nobody smiles when they get this news. <laughs> I said, it's because I know what I have to do now. Thanks God for Hippocrates. You know, I knew what I had to do. And I said, I'm going to go home and I'm going to take care of myself. I'll detox and I cure myself. And they, they thought I was crazy, you know. And uh, anyway, I said, I'll see you guys in about three weeks. I'll come back and you'll see that the cancer is completely gone. Okay. So you had a mission. Yes. To leave the traditional medicine office, medical office, take matters in your own hands. And are you saying that you got rid of that cancer in three weeks? Exactly so. Correct. Okay. Now, you know, everybody has their ears tuned in this segment right now. How did you do that? 
I came home and I followed the Hippocrates program. You know, I did the juicing, the juice fast for 10 days. And uh, of course, wheat grass and green juices. And it was absolutely amazing. And I felt it after I finished the detox. I felt that the tumor is not there anymore. You know, it's just you feel. I felt, you know, that this was gone. It was an amazing feeling. And I... Um, made an appointment to go and see the doctor again. And they gave me an appointment for three weeks to come back to do some more checkup to see. And they couldn't find anything. So I said, you see, I told you that I'm going to cure myself. And I did it all in a natural way. You know, this is God's medicine. And they say, wait a minute, we need to check your blood because through the blood, it's more accurate test. You know, I said, fine, check it. They checked it. Everything came completely negative. No more sign of cancer inside me. And that was like, we're talking about 21 years ago. I'm still here and I'm alive. I'm 65 years old, full of energy, you know, and joy. I love my life. You know, it's just been an amazing journey. And because of that, I decided, you know, I used to be a financial consultant before. And uh, I decided, you know, God's giving me a message here. He took away my sister. He gave me a chance of life for a purpose, to save other people's life. Your why to do what you did was because you felt a need to help somebody else maybe prevent going through what your sister went through? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Isn't it amazing? When it you is have amazing. Focus. You make up your mind to do something. You don't know how or when it's going to happen, but it's laid out for you. When you, when you define your why, the hows and whens begin to show up. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So that's what I've done. I developed this program called the three weeks back to health. And I've been doing it now for 21 years, teaching people how to reverse their diseases by cleansing their body. And um, it's been remarkably successful. And because of your cancer, you found a calling to help others overcome their cancer. So your PhD studies in what? In holistic medicine. And is that recent title? Yes, actually. It's, uh, I got it about a year and a half ago. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Have you, how many people have you helped since the year and a half? A lot. And obviously you can interview all of them if you want, you know, and they're all willing to give us a testimonial. Plus people can go into my website, drsarahciso.com and they can click on the testimonial and listen to the videos, watch the videos and listen. Okay. So I want to know, I want to ask you about your eating regimen. Are you vegetarian? I'm vegan. I'm a raw vegan. So nothing cooked goes into my mouth and everything's completely 100% organic and raw. And when did that start for you? At the moment I got my cancer. So prior to that, you were a meat eater? Yes. Were you a junk eater? I was a junkie. Careless yeah. with your yeah, diets? Yeah. I ate a lot of sweet. I was a really a sweet junkie. I used to sugar, 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 sugar. Yes. Sugar and stress suppressed the immune system. That's correct. You had both those things going for you. Yes. Or should I say against you? Yes, right? exactly. Did you quit cold turkey? Yes. The moment I found out that I have cancer, I mean, what there is to argue about? Why keep Boom. feeding it? You know, exactly. You know, I took my life seriously and uh, decided to do, uh, heal my body and help heal other people. The mindset transformation is what I want to get at right now. So you had to go through a mindset transformation to be able to make better choices, to get better results. So if you know better, you do better, you get better. Tell us about the mindset transformation you had to go through to achieve those results. You know, pretty simple. You need to be positive. You know, you can't have fear. Fear is the worst thing in the world. You know, fear, literally 
feed the disease and you don't want to do that. So trust, trust and fearless. Those are the two things that I really highly recommend for anyone who's going with any kind of health issue and just do the right thing and you can get rid of it. What is disease? How do we get disease? It's toxemia. There is only one disease exists on this planet and it's called toxemia. Once you remove the toxins out of your body, there's no more disease. That's it. It's gone. You know, so it's pretty simple. Just clean your body, start eating healthy, and you'll see the transformation right in front of your eyes very, very quickly. It's amazing. It really is. Were you taught that? Did you have to go out and study, read books, watch videos? How do you have that in you? Is it innate? I studied it. I studied for many, many years. This is 21 years of accumulation of knowledge. And uh, I never stopped studying. Never. Never stopped learning. I mean, life is a school till the day you die. I think knowledge is the best ingredient for a better life. So where did you get your knowledge and, and what got you on the knowledge kick? Well, I started at Hippocrates, of course. You know, I got a lot of my knowledge the beginning over there. And then I did my PhD, which got me even further up. Uh, did a lot of watching and lots of videos and reading lots of books. And, you know, it's just accumulation of knowledge. It's just beyond. Who had the biggest impact on you besides Hippocrates? What, what's uh, the biggest source of inspiration you got? Oh, I really, from my school, from the university, the PhD, and I really loved very much the 80-10-10. Explain that. 80-10-10, it's an incredible program. It's 80% carbohydrate, 10% fat, and 10% protein. And that's what we designed to eat. So if you stick with that, you're going to stay healthy. You know, it's just as uh, simple as that. And the book is available. You know? So, so you do get a percentage from protein. Now, now you're, you're going to lose a couple of us on this discussion. So help us understand if nothing's cooked going inside the body, What's your best source of protein? Everything I eat is loaded with protein. So your nuts, your seeds, your vegetables, your fruit, it's full of protein. We don't need more than 5% protein per day. We don't. You know, if you think about a mother who is nursing her baby, her milk is contain only 6% protein to get this little baby to grow so fast to an adult. You know, so we definitely don't need more than 5%, but 10% is the maximum. And that is if you are an athlete. So if you exercise a lot, you should never go above 10. 10 is enough. And 80% carbs? Carbohydrates, 80%, which we get it from the fruit and the nuts and the seeds and the vegetables. What about the ketogenic fans right now listening? Go ahead. I call it the protocol of death (laughs) because it's so much fat in it. You know, it's very, very dangerous, super dangerous. You found your formula to work much better for you. Absolutely. And it works for everybody who's done my program. Yeah. Now, where's your fat source coming from? Again, from the nuts and seeds and the avocado and the olives. No olive oil, no avocado oil. No. What do you need that for? You know, why would you want to extract just one thing out of it when you can eat the olive as a whole, the way Mother Nature created it, you know? So it's best that way to just eat it as is. And don't forget with olive oil or any oil, yeah, it gets rancid. Okay. And so you don't want that in your body. It's an empty calories. 
and just clogs up your arteries. So what do you need it there for? You're better off eating the avocado, which is a pure natural oil and the olives. I have avocado every day, half in the morning, half in the evening. I, I agree with that. Well, so, but that's a little bit too much. You should never go above two and a half avocados a week. Wow. I'm an avocado-holic, aren't I? No, we need to slow down there you um, know? <laughs> because it's too much fat. So the people who are vegetarian, but not always going raw, what advice do you have for them? Okay. So being a vegetarian, it's really not a healthy diet. It's slightly healthier than meat and potato kind of people, but it's still not healthy. Eating cooked food, it's dead food and it's got zero fiber. And you need the fiber in order to push everything that you ate out so you can poop it out, all right? Without fiber, you can't do that. That's why a lot of people have problems going to the bathroom. I know many people who only go once a week to the bathroom, which is crazy to keep this toxicity in your colon. It causes diseases. You know, a normal should be at least two to three times a day to eliminate. That's a normal. You call raw plant-based foods God's medicine. Uh, You're walking testimonial for that. Are you doing the same detox diet you did when you had cancer? Yes. Yes. The moment I found out I have cancer, I went completely into plant-based, 100% raw plant-based. Do a lot of juicing? Lots of juicing. That's only initially I did a lot of juicing. That's what I'm asking now. You're still juicing. I still juice, but not a lot. I wouldn't say a lot. Not as much. Unless I feel like I need to detox, then I do it. I rather eat my fruit and vegetables and salads and you know, and the, all the nuts and seeds. I enjoy eating them just the way they are, without juicing them, you know. But uh, if I need to go through a detox for some reason, if I traveled and didn't eat correctly, I come home and I'll do a detox again. Before I forget, where can people find you? Because they're going to be asking me, where can I find chefs? Where can I find the? the where can I find Doctor Sarah's information? They can go to my website. What it's it? drsarahciso.com. It's Sarah with no H. And they can also reach me by phone. My cell phone number is 480-760-3387. They can also email me at drsarahciso at gmail.com. Okay, spell the last name, please. S for Sam, I for Italy, S for Sam, O for Orlando. Simple enough. All right. So you've said you've helped hundreds of patients with their struggles and their ailments and diseases. What's the best one you've heard so far? Oh my, I just came back from England. I went to take care of uh, a lady in England. She's part of the royal family and she had a lung cancer. They removed one of her lungs and six months later, the cancer came back to the other side. And then that's when she was looking for alternative way to heal her body because obviously the traditional didn't work for her. And she heard about me through another patient and called me, flew me over to England first class, got there. Her whole family was around her thinking she only had two weeks to leave. That's what the doctor said to her. And everybody was there to say goodbye to her. When I got there, she was completely yellow and green. I mean, it was literally scary to look at her. She was dying. She was dying. She was definitely dying. And she couldn't walk a few hundred steps and she's already out of breath. She couldn't walk, you know. It was very tough for her to to walk far. And uh, so... 
I looked at her, the family asked me all kinds of questions, and I said, allow me to work with her, and we'll, you know, you'll see results very, very quickly. We started the detox, and within four days, all the yellow and the green completely disappeared. Her cheek were nice and rosy. She looked fantastic, and it was so promising. It was obviously working for her. Ten days later, she went and did her blood work after the detox, and it came out phenomenal. I was shocked to see these results in 10 days. All our family were thanking me, couldn't believe what they're seeing. They're all there. They stayed there, and they saw it, and they said, oh, my God, she looked amazing. Thank you for saving her life. Now this woman goes out. She's traveling. She's doing everything. She walked without losing her breath. She's unbelievable, unbelievable experience. So it was a real success story, you know, taking somebody who only had two weeks to live and bring them back to life. And this woman is so amazing. Now she wants to open a raw vegan restaurant. Yeah. And retreat, you know, she, she got so excited about it and she's a total believer, you know, so it's amazing. That's amazing. And now you're part of the royal family, aren't you? Exactly. So yeah, I helped. Uh, I also helped uh, supermodels, and you know. So yeah, they're not eating so well. The supermodels have a, have a have a bad rap for not taking care of themselves. They they starve themselves most of, most of the time. We've heard that, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's true. So I managed to even impact that person too. So that's nice. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. And you brought a guest with you today. Her name is Lauren. She's a success story, right in front of our own eyes. Lauren, how are you? Yeah. Hello. I'm very good. Thank you today. <laughs> I'm so glad you took the time out of your day to be here and share your success story. How has Dr. Sarah impacted your life? Well, Sarah has impacted my life in a great deal. Um, I uh, have had quite a lot of back issues in particular and um, my sacroiliac joint and also my L4 and L5. I used to play a lot of tennis and um, a lot of sport in general and I used to have a major clunk in my back. <laughs> and although that wasn't there um, in the last several years, it has caused me, even if I'm like moving onto a curb or if I'm sort of walking in a certain way, I've had to like really have a lot of chiropractic work. But since I did the three week back to health and I was already mostly raw vegan, but I altered what I was actually eating with Sarah's program. So I obviously went to like shop for very specific things that Sarah sort of guided me on. And I also did the juice fast for um, just over seven days as well. And I also started eating a lot of celery as well, which Sarah had told me was amazing for bones and not just bones, but for some reason, it has really altered my muscular structure in my lower right-hand back. So a mixture of what I'm eating through Sarah's recommendations and also how I'm actually walking has really made a huge difference to me because I'm actually in film and various other things, but mainly film and sometimes even on set, it like really kills if I'm standing around or was killing, um, when I was standing around for quite some time. So, um, yeah, I would say that the alignment is very different and that's all actually down to the food 
So, and I, I can really sense it and feel it within myself. How much celery are you eating? Well, actually <laughs> I'm eating celery pretty much every day. <laughs> How many stalks so, are you eating every day? Um, I'm eating around six or seven, I would say, stalks a day. Yeah. Okay. And let me go back to the doctor a second. What is the celery doing in her body? Well, the celery, if you think about it, celery looks just like our bones. Celery contains 23% sodium, and so is our bones. So it's really, really important. It's God's medicine. You see, it's God's pharmacy. So what she was lacking was sodium. What would you say her condition was? She was in pretty bad shape with pain. She had a lot of back pain, a lot of pain. Was she out of alignment back there? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I was out of alignment. I'd had so many chiropractic, um, well, specifically someone who was in um, Arizona, continuously, like every few weeks, like trying to click my back into place, like by sort of crunching me from one side or the other. And that uh, it would work for maybe like all of half an hour or maybe like an hour max. And then if I, cause I still love being very active and I love swimming as well. So I would do as much swimming as possible. And even with that, um, I am even with walking sometimes it would just suddenly like be like, Oh, oh my God, like click out of place. And then I felt like my hip was clicking out of place. I wasn't really sure, but literally since I started doing, I, I stopped doing, well, I did um, juicing for seven days and that's what actually started the alteration in my lower back. And as I actually did that, I could notice it almost with every molecule of um, the, these juices that I was actually intaking. Same recipe? Absolutely. She followed my program exactly to the T. What, what does that juice consist of? It's vegetables. Okay, vegetables. Lots of vegetables. No, not, zero fruit. No fruit. Okay, you did say grass. Yes. Okay. Yes. Anything else besides the back? That was my main thing, really. In, I would say inflammation very strongly in my lower back. But um, I would say also that since I've been sp very specific with raw vegan food through Sarah's program consistently all the time instead of occasionally having something that's cooked um, and also sticking to no oils as well, I would say that that has really altered things for me for some reason oil as well I mean it, it makes you even feel even stronger as well so as my back's been healing I've also felt even stronger muscularly and I happen to be um, presenting a documentary about veganism and animal activism and this particular two people on it are um, vegan bodybuilders and I know for sure, as well as a couple of people like Christopher Judge and several other people who build their muscles up for motion capture and film, stick to raw vegan food, especially cauliflower as well, because cauliflower is um, very like huge, having so much protein in it. And yeah, he has that every day. So also cauliflower was one of the things that actually was very good protein wise for me. And it seems to create very lean muscles. And I think maybe that has helped a lot with my lower back inflammation as well. And also the turmeric side of things as well. Having as much turmeric, there's Sarah does a specific, um, either a hot or a cold combinational 
um, liquid formula in the morning, first thing that I have. And then I was having uh, um, acid and subacid fruits. And then later in the day, having, um, this was after the detox, having salads, raw salads with very specific dressings that Sarah showed me how to make. Share that fruit again. What did you call it? So acid and subacid. So I was starting with very acidic in the morning. So having lemon or grapefruit, like whole, the whole fruit, as Sarah was saying prior, it's very good to obviously, like she was saying with the olives, to have the whole um, fruit in this instance. So yeah, I was having like maybe two or three grapefruits sometimes in the morning, um, whole grapefruits, and then um, or occasionally lemons and sometimes oranges, because obviously they turn to alkaline when they... Um, move into the digestive tract. Interesting. So how many meals a day do you eat? Um, meals? I wouldn't ever say they're set meals as such. I would say that I have the specific fruit and the acidic fruit in the morning. Then I would have berries. So some blackberries and maybe raspberries, maybe about an hour or so afterwards. And then I was maybe an hour and a half to two hours later, have maybe one or two bananas. Um, so that type of thing. You basically have three categories. Okay. You have the acid food, subacid and sweet fruit. We cannot combine them together. So it's very important to keep them separate. The acid fruit takes only an hour to digest. The subacid takes an hour and a half and the sweet fruit takes four hours. Okay. So we cannot mix them together. Gotcha. So how is this different because we've all seen a documentary on Netflix of uh, forks over knives, the whole food plant-based diet. Are you a fan or not? Yeah, I'm a fan with all those documentaries out there. The only thing I don't like is when they start recommending people how to eat because what they recommend is totally against of what I recommend. Uh, the only thing we agree on is that it should be a plant-based, but the way they're telling people to eat, they tell them to eat a lot of grains and they tell them to eat cooked food, which to me it's dead food. So there is certain things I don't agree with, but the concept itself, it's yes, absolutely. And all the research that they've done, all this is absolutely amazing. Do you realize how confusing all this can be for the person saying, look, I just watched this documentary on whole food plant-based diets called uh, Forks Over Nice. Then I went on YouTube and I watched him talk about ketogenics. Do you realize how people can feel like a ping pong ball being bounced back and forth? Totally, totally understand that. It's very, very confusing. But I always tell all my patients to uh, use the common sense. If Dr. Edelson was sitting here in front of you, it'd be a huge debate. Because you're both right in your own mind. Yes, in our own mind, absolutely. But the way I look at it, uh, because we're supposed to eat all 100% raw, you cannot eat raw grain. It won't taste good to you. So to me, anything that needs to be cooked and put some condiments on it to make it taste good, it's not meant for us to eat. Okay, the food that meant for us to eat, you don't have to do nothing to it. Just wash it and eat it. And it tastes good just as it is because Mother Nature created a perfect, a whole thing for us to eat it just the way it is. And if you look at Mother Nature's, what she created for us, there's no labels on it. There's no ingredient list on it. You know, it's just perfect as is. 
We don't have to cook it. We don't have to do nothing to it. Just wash it and eat it. How about the buckwheat that you soak overnight and you don't want to eat it as is, but you put it in your blender and blend it up and drink it? You can do something like that if you want to use it. You know, you can sprout them. You can soak it and sprout it and then use it that way. That's fine. I don't do any grains whatsoever. Zero grains, no beans either. And a lot of those doctors out there, they believe in beans and grains and cooked food and canned food. <laughs> you know, it's shocking, even canned food, which is totally shocking. And microwave even. They even tell people to use microwave to heat things up. So that's, to me, shocking. Mark Sisson was here and he's talking about, let's say he's saying, well, no, 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 you have to have some animal protein in your diets. You're going to tell him, no, you don't. Oh. Anyway, go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So this is what becomes confusing. And this is what gets people frustrated. And this is what people say, you know what? The hell with it. <laughs> I'm not going to do anything because I'm too confused. Yeah. Well, look, you know, it's really, to me, it's all common sense. If you look at the cow, okay, the biggest mammals in the world, they are vegan. What are they eating? Look at the cow. She's eating grass. And look at her. She's big. She's strong. She's healthy. You know? Why are we eating her for protein when she eats grass for protein? I get it. Believe me. I understand what you're saying. And, and, and when you want to always feel you're doing the best for your body, you go to the people who you think are sharing the best information and then it becomes even more confusing because these people have a lot of credibility as yourself. I understand that. Look, when you're eating animals, what are you eating? You're eating their stress, their fear, their anxiety. You know, can you imagine that animal going through to the slaughter and watching is the one before them going through that slaughter and the pain and the screaming and they're watching it and then imagine what's happening to their body with the stress and anxiety and fear and you ingesting it. Yeah, we had Victoria Moran. She's out of New York and she has an institution, Main Street Vegan Academy, and she's right on board with what you're saying. She's, you know, 100%. Good. So there's a lot of people who've been on this show who have, are coming from the same school of thought. I want to give my listeners uh, information for inspiration so they can make the best decisions. I just wanted to say, um, in regards, if I could add to what Sarah was just saying, um, in regards to teeth as well, Sarah and I both know very well, um, well, I speak definitely on my behalf, but Sarah also definitely knows this, we both do, that um, our teeth originally were created in a specific way and also fire was only instigated by us. We weren't actually using fire prior to that. So therefore we weren't cooking meat at the beginning of time. So therefore really even though people decided to use fire for that purpose, everything is already in nature for us before that fire ever existed. And we don't need to use that fire. So I think also that adds to the side of raw veganism because originally our mouths and our teeth and everything were made just to literally like be able to eat the berries and seeds and everything that were available to us on the trees and in nature. Very good. It, it, this is a great discussion, by the way. Yes, absolutely. I feel smarter when I leave here. <laughs> and inspired <laughs> at the same time. Did we miss any topics? I don't think so. I think we did pretty well there. If you have any more questions for me, I'll be more than happy to answer them. Well, when this thing launches, yeah. I'm sure that we'll have hundreds of questions. That's good. And give them your website again and spell it for them, please. Okay. So it's Dr. D-R, Sarah, S for Sam, A for Apple, R for Robert, A for Apple, Cecil, 
S for Sam, I for Italy, S for Sam, O for Orlando, dot com. And the phone number? 480-760-3387. Now, you know, that was a selfish thing for me to do because I just wanted you to repeat it so I could hear the accent again. <laughs> Where is it from? The accent is from Israel. Very nice. Till next time, live well. Bye-bye. Thank you very much. Bye. Namaste. Namaste.